This is CliffCentral.com. All right. Uh, we got to talk uh, uh, cryptocurrencies. We can talk uh, Revix with um, Sean Sanders. We're going to find out a little bit about uh, Beyond Bitcoin, and he's on the line right now. Good morning, Sean. How are you? Morning, Gareth. Yeah, very good. And yourself? Awesome. Um, Anthea, I was just saying to her now, where do we take our money when everything seems to be much more complicated than it was before? You know, Trump talking about capital gains tax on stocks in America, and people are suddenly thinking, hmm, maybe it is time for cryptocurrencies. I know that that's something that you're trying to get people to understand. Yeah, I think people get caught up on the currency part of cryptocurrency. Yes. Because... We like to think of these as crypto assets because a lot of people expect to have Bitcoin or Litecoin and go out and be able to buy their Starbucks latte using it. And this is just not really how the asset class works. So, you know, we prefer this term crypto asset. Right. And we believe the right way to think about these assets are simply to view them as a way to send value over the Internet without an intermediary. And you must remember that crypto assets are collectively an early stage technology. So the applications we uh, expect to see develop will be diverse and not solely focused on payments as we're expecting today. Well, listen, this um, is this is the last uh, this is the last time we're going to be speaking to you for a while. Um, it's interesting to me that that Revix is a is a great test case scenario. This is probably not the best year in the world for a local business like yours to have come up and to try and and get people to understand cryptocurrencies and, and crypto assets, as you say. Um, but it's it's gone very well, right? I mean, you you how many people are, are currently trading in your platforms? We've just got under a thousand. Fantastic. And, I mean, we've been operational for four months now. So, I mean, it's, it's been a fantastic start for us. And we did kind of start with this ridiculous crypto bull market where uh, I say ridiculous because, you know, no asset class generally should increase by 120% in 35 days. <laughs> and that's, you know, from the moment we launched to 35 days later, that's kind of what happened, which was, I suppose, good and bad. Good in the sense that a lot of investors came on board. Uh, bad in the sense that you know, naturally a lot of people got involved at the height of that and you know they're down a few percent now today a few percent being between between 10 and 20 percent and and that's just kind of the the way crypto works uh, but you know on that point i think people view cryptocurrency as this exceptionally volatile asset class which it is like don't get me wrong it definitely definitely is but if you look at the jse top 40 index that's down 11 percent in rand terms year to date and you know you throw in the dollar rate which, if I'm not mistaken, is roughly about 8%, and that's yep. that's the depreciation of the rand versus the dollar. And you're looking at a negative 20% return over the last 12 months of a JSE Top 40 index investment. So yeah, and, you know, so tell me let, tell me what what uh, volatility really looks like. Yeah, I mean, in crypto, you, you're looking at a 5% move every single day. That could be a 20% move over a week. But the difference is that can be a 20% move up. It could be a 20% move down. And the difference is that over a longer period of time, so over a one to two year period, you're looking at not just maybe a 10 or 20% gain as you would with the S&P 500 index or the JSE Top 40 index, you could be looking at a 300 or 400 or 500% return gain. And this is just kind of the way that we've seen crypto work. Over the last 10 years, uh, crypto's outperformed every other asset class with the exception of only two years. And what we see is an incredible increase. I mean, you're talking years of 1,200% or 5,000% return every year. And then a pullback of between 50 to 75%. And, you know, this is very different to other asset classes that you have out there. And if you think about what makes crypto really special is that it has high potential returns. It has high volatility. It has a lack of correlation to other asset classes. 
And then most importantly, it has daily liquidity, which means that you can enter and exit your investment very quickly without significant costs. Mm -hmm. And normally when you look at something with these kind of uh, return and correlation profiles, you're looking at an early stage startup. And the difference is here that you have the benefit of liquidity with an early stage startup, you'd be locked in for seven to eight years. Absolutely. And, you know, just on this point of returns and correlation and liquidity and all the rest, we did this interesting study where we took a hypothetical stock portfolio. We solely looked at the S&P 500 mm -hmm. and we added just a 1% allocation to our top 10 crypto bundle. And over a five year period, we found that adding a small allocation, so just this 1% allocation, increased returns by 4.9% per annum without really impacting your volatility because you've only got 1% of your portfolio in right. the top 10 bundle. And if you added a 5% allocation to the top 10 bundle, you doubled your returns. So it's this weird asymmetrical return profile that comes about with crypto. So, you know, it's a unique asset class. And while people maybe shouldn't be putting 10% of their portfolio in crypto, a 1% to 5% allocation to this, you know, game-changing new technology may be a smart move for many investors. Well, I, I think that you've articulated the position very well. I, I read something very interesting the other day. Someone who was who was explaining what the the benefit and the value of a of of the market, the free market, is in in a world where you know you, no one person can know everything, but the collective wisdom of the market helps us to determine prices and all kinds of other things. And obviously, you know, cryptocurrencies are a beneficiary of that kind of wisdom writ large. My question, though, is a while ago people were saying whales and these 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 big influences and these people who were trying to manipulate the crypto market um that that they out they were outsized in terms of their their proportional effect on on the market are they still such a threat from the point of view that they can make a, you know one small withdrawal and send cryptocurrencies plummeting yeah they without a doubt are still a risk to the crypto market i think you know, don't quote me on this necessarily, but you've got four to seven percent of all of Bitcoin's holdings uh, are held amongst a I think it's a hundred or 200 individuals. So, you know, that's quite staggering if you think about that compared to any other asset class. And actually, this is just part and parcel of an immature asset class. And you know, at Revix, we're just saying, well, you know, let's rather be open and transparent about this because there are problems with the crypto asset class and problems being opportunities for a lot of investors as well. And sure. at some point in time, most of the world, world's gold was held by three or four countries. Yep. And today, that's actually held between five or six countries. So the market's changed quite a lot. But you've still got, and in most asset classes actually, a small select group of investors that own more than a, own a disproportionate amount of the market, really. That's terrific. Uh, well, it's terrific in some ways because I suppose it also just shows you that Pareto principle where things are not distributed evenly, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. All right. I think well, a lot of people must just remember that this is still a really early stage technology. Sure. So people dealing with crypto today, and I mean people that are actually using it, they're technologists and early adopters, and you know these this will really expand in the future. I mean, if you think about the email – uh, or the email. Sorry. Think about email. <laughs> email as a technology was developed in the 80s, and for the first 10 years, no one used it. It was clunky, and you know, again, just like with crypto today, the only people using it were academics, technologists, and early adopters. Right. Then we got Outlook, Hotmail, and Yahoo Mail, and all these other, you know, easy to use platforms and applications. Mm -hmm. And the adoption curve kind of just went parabolic, and that's what we believe will happen with crypto as well. 
Well, thank you, and it's been really good to chat to you over the last couple of weeks. Um, if anybody hasn't yet made the, the, the call and decided to go and, uh, and, and try their hand at, at some of this, it's really easy to do. 500 Rand, you can enter the market, and you can go and back one of the indices that uh, that Sean and, and the guys at Revix have set up. Revix.com, go and sign up today and try it. You'll, you, you, you might be really pleased you did it in a couple of years' time. Uh, when you when you have uh, a huge investment that's that's really starting to bear fruit, you'll say, "Ah, I remember the day that I heard about this and I started." So there we go, Sean Sanders. Thank you very much, man. Thanks very much, Gareth. I really cool. had a great time on the podcast. Thanks, and, bro. Yeah, I wish you guys all the best. All good. Speak to you soon. This is CliffCentral.com.